Hi gorgeous, welcome to Fitness and Mimosas, a podcast of girlfriends from around the world who lift up each other, celebrate each other, and embrace our own definition of beautiful. So let's go ahead and put down our kettlebells, slide into a pair of sexy slitters, and have a great time. Welcome to the party! Hey beautifuls, welcome to this week's Fitness Mimosas. Today we have our girlfriend Amy Saveria with us. She's an endless possibility attracted. Hey, <laughs> you can already Hello, tell I'm from so excited to be here. <laughs> I swear, I think I think I'm really blessed with like the circle of the most amazing woman in my life. Um, and Amy's one of them. I feel like mm-hmm. I am like. She's an endless possibility attractor, a lover of life, um, and she promotes health, but in a way that's fun and stylish and just whole being and, and wellness. Like so often in the health and the beauty field, it's looked at, well, what do we need to fix or what do we need to like rectify? And I love it because Amy really has a holistic approach to looking at things. So welcome to the show, Amy. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> And one other thing I forgot to tell people about you is the two. One, you're an, you're an airborne consultant. And then two, um, you're also my accountability partner. So Amy and I check in with each other throughout the week, so through this society. So we're, <laughs> we, hold, we hold each other accountable. I love yeah, it. Love it. We do. We and, do. And, so drum roll, and three days ago, you sat down at my table at the Dirty 30. So... Welcome I to <laughs> And you know what? When I woke up the next morning, I was like, well, wow, that's the difference. I'm 30 now. <laughs> what do you think is the like, most exciting aspect of turning 30? Or does it make you like scared the fact that, like, it's, I don't want to say like a new decade, but like waking up 30, what does, I don't know. What would you say that feels well, like? Or? I would say the wake up on 30 was, wow, I had two glasses <laughs> of champagne, and I was like, oh, that's a hangover now. So oh, no, you sound like me. <laughs> what? Um, but, no, I have been very, very excited for my 30th birthday. Um, uh-huh. Three days ago was April 30th, so this was mm-hmm. my... Finally, my golden birthday. I got it. Um, And so I waited a long time for it. Um, But, you know, in my 20s, I definitely struggled with things. And I feel like I've really come into my own in the last year, especially 29. But now, really, it's like, you don't like me? Okay, bye whatever, <laughs> you don't like what I'm doing, see you later, yeah. I don't care. I get to be me, and I get to make no apologies for that, you know. Isn't that free to be like that? Like, I don't even know what's It's so great. It's so amazing. Yeah. And um, I think the best part for me was uh, one of my cousins brought me bought me a card for my birthday, and I'm not going to read it because mm-hmm. every time I try reading it, I cry, but it was oh, just so amazing that she oh. saw me in that way. Oh, well, I hope you see yourself in that way, you know? 
Oh, I totally do, but, but I think the best part is when other people who you're close to as well are like, yep, that's you. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. that's, like, even better than, you know, knowing it for yourself is that yeah. people can see it and you're portraying it out. That's the thing, like just living yeah. and walking the talk. That's the thing. What is? What would you say the key is? Because I agree with you. I feel like that same sort of freedom, like, okay, this is me. They don't really care, you know, since what other people think. Like how can we tap into that whenever we want to or if we're in a place where we're not feeling that now? Because the way society, I think, especially as women, right, there's – yeah. There's, there's always this framework that I feel like we were supposed to fit into where really maybe the definition of womanhood is being a free spirit. <laughs> so so how do we, like, how do you sort of shake that off with not caring what people think about you? I definitely think that for me, the biggest changes came when I started really putting in time to read personal development and for so long mm-hmm. so many of my friends were like oh I hate any of that um what do you self-help I can't do that that's so tacky and all of that and yeah so I was like oh yeah that's you know that's what it is um and I think really through Arbon, I've learned to know that that's what takes you to the next level and really making time to read and study and kind of figure out where your mind blocks and challenges are and get those books that help you blast through all of that yeah you learn about yourself that's where it's at nobody's going to take care of you if you don't take care of yourself now that you're an adult so that's true. You have to be your main priority until, yeah. obviously, until you have kids. But and still, when you have kids, you have to take time yeah. for you and to do yeah. the things you want to do. And you still, you know, once their basic needs are met, you still need to take care of yourself. Yeah, and sometimes I even say, if it's possible, and I know we all hear that age-old analogy, like if you're flying on an airplane, they always say with the mask on yourself before putting on the person next to you. But like that really is, it really is true. What would you think, because I, you know, would be the same way when I heard about self-care and self-help and I just thought of like, I don't know, and I I don't want to say this to put anyone down, but I always just thought of people who, you know, just meditate, you go, mmm, all the time, you know, reading books, but you're stuck in a room because you're, like, so lost in your own head, and I know I'm totally going on a ledge with it, (laughs) but it's not that at all. that's what I thought, too. It's not that at (laughs) all, and it's not. let's be real, I cannot meditate, I cannot do a meditation on my own. I have to go through a guided one. Because otherwise, yeah. I mean, oof. who knows yeah, where too. I'll end up. <laughs> but, but there's somebody else there when you have yeah. a guided one. You know, start yeah. small. I heard this weekend that if you can make, create a habit, you create it smaller. And then as it gets easier, you make it bigger. 
So, like, anyone can meditate for five seconds, but you're probably also going to find that you can add five seconds onto that meditation and do ten seconds and just keep adding. It doesn't have to be a forever thing. Yep. It it doesn't. Like, I know um, Kitty Cavalier had a blog post she wrote recently, and she called it Preparing a Guest House for God, but she was talking about, like, how you get in these moments where you're, like, Oh, I can't, you feel like you should have some sort of aha moment from every meditation, you know, or she's waiting for that awakening to come. And, you know, but then she realized she was overthinking the whole thing. Like, if she was to repair a guest house for God, as she called it, she would make sure the sheets are ready. She would make sure, like, the towels, she had plush, plush, like, plush towels to give her guests. Like, she would plump the pillowcases, but just preparing the best that you can. And maybe self-help and meditation sort of like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely have had meditations where I'm like, okay, well, that's done. All right. And like yeah. a couple hours later, I'm in a conversation with somebody and something pops out of my mouth and I'm like, wait, where did that come from? And I'm like, oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I never thought of that before. Yeah, like I, so if you think if self-help and self-care had a different name for the industry, what do you think it would be to help people understand like really what it is? Honestly, I don't think that it needs a separate name. Mm -hmm. I think that it needs a different connotation. Yeah. Because I think that most of the problem is that people, you know, when you're sick, you go to the doctor. But what Mm -hmm. if you just started right now really actually taking care of yourself and and creating healthy habits and time to relax and rewind and just be so that you didn't have to get sick? Yeah. What would that what would that look like? And most yeah. people would be like, Yeah, sure, because being sick and going to the doctor takes time out of everything. And it's not just like a few hours. No, you're sick. You need to rest up and <laughs> like it can take a while. But if you no, are getting sick at all because you were taking care of yourself just for like 30 minutes, an hour a day, well, people would agree to that wholeheartedly. That's so true. That's so true. You mentioned, and I forgive me because I completely mispronounced it earlier, but you mentioned um, how you work with Arbon, if I'm pronouncing it right? Yes. Oh, okay. I always see a word, and then in my head I'll add other letters, so I know better <laughs> But you, but you mentioned working with the company and how that's like helped your growth. Could you talk a little bit about like what it is that you do? One, but then two, yeah, like definitely. growing. Okay, let's start with there, and then I have a follow up question yes, for you. it's it's a big thing. Um, okay. Arbon is actually a company um, created by a Swiss botanist. Um, 38 years ago after he moved to America and found out how many 
horrible and toxic chemicals were being put into our beauty products. Mm. So he went, he went back and developed for five years a line of vegan skincare that people could use so they weren't putting those toxins and chemicals onto their bodies because most yeah. of what, almost everything that we are putting onto our bodies, it's like 85% of what we're putting onto our bodies is going into our bloodstream and traveling to our major organs. So it's all yeah. sitting there. It's just as That's important serious. what you are putting on your body as what you are putting into your body, healthy foods and all of that. But we never hear about what's going on to our body. Our skin is our largest organ and it's yeah. the biggest detoxifier we have. Yeah. Um, so now, 38 years later, we, with Arbonne, have skincare, makeup, grooming, hair care, uh, self-care line that is amazing called Rescue and Renew. And almost most importantly, our nutrition line, which mm -hmm. it's a 30-day detox program to help release the toxins that we've been putting into our bodies from our bodies because they get stuck. And when they get stuck, these toxins also hold on to your fat cells. So your fat cells can't break down either when um, you start eating healthy and exercising and all of those things. So it's very important that you are releasing these toxins and um, not putting more toxins in so that you really are being healthy. And we were just named the number one company for healthy living inside and out, which is Aww, amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. What would you say? So if someone's, you know, now that we hear, like, goodness gracious, the skin is the largest <laughs> organ in our body and, like, what we put on sort of, like, soaks in. So someone who's just getting started in terms of nutrition and in terms of beauty, what would you recommend for them? Like, what should their first step be? Well, that definitely depends on the person. Okay. Um, and for me, I really like to meet the people where they're at. So okay. kind of learning what is their biggest challenge, what are they having the most trouble with? Um, mm -hmm. But getting healthy is really something that you can't force on another person. It has to come from within. That's so true. That's so true. I was super, super into using clean skincare on my face because I had adult acne. Like, I never had a breakout as a teenager at all. I can remember one after prom, and that was it. Um, really? Yeah. But when I wow. started actually doing a skincare regime because I was growing up and I wanted to take care of my skin, yeah. I started developing breakouts, and a lot would turn cystic, and I had to go in to get a cortisone shot to get rid of, you know, everything that was going on. and 
I really wanted something going through everything. I went through every product almost. Um, And I really wanted something that would be super clean for me because I never had, you know, until I was introduced to Arbonne and vegan, I never knew any of this stuff. And I honestly went home and looked in my bathroom and I was like, oh, great. I just bought a ton of expensive toxins. Like, what is this? Yeah, And they don't tell you because it's not very no, regulated, right? nobody tells you because it's not regulated at all. Um, actually, yeah. Kourtney Kardashian was just in Congress last week meeting with Congress and telling them about the fact that no regulations have been set for, I think it's since the 60s or 70s. Really? And now look at us. Yes. Wow. And sidebar, good for her for, like, doing something like that. I know. But wow. In Europe, the European Union has um, banned over 1,400 chemicals from being used in their products. And that is because in Europe, the government pays for health care. So they have a very vested interest Uh, in keeping um, everyone healthy and not adding toxins to their life. Um, That is so interesting. America, we're still sitting at 11, which is... that's crazy. a big difference. And yeah. I'm very proud to say that Arbonne has gone above and beyond and taken out all of the um, toxins and chemicals that the European Union has banned, but also they have banned another 600 more. And their no, their no way list is at um, 2,000. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. How can, and we'll do this at the end too, but since we're talking about it now, so if someone wants to get in contact with you, how, you know, to be able to get some of these products, how can they reach you? Absolutely. Um, my Instagram is amysal04. Okay. And, or you can look me up on Instagram by Amy Salveria. S A L V A R I A. Um, and my soon to be website will be Living Joyful, and that's with two L's dot com. That is so you. Like, especially the name of your website. <laughs> that is so you. <laughs> I, I love that. I started so many websites and never could continue with them, but this one makes me most excited so I know it's so right it's like it's yes. it's like home for you like I can just feel the yeah. soul I can feel it's home for you <laughs> yeah I'm oh, so excited oh. and I'm so excited to share it with everybody shortly oh girl <laughs> it's gonna be awesome I already know yeah. bomb is out. it's gonna be awesome <laughs> something yeah. that you and I um also connected on to take a little bit of a left turn but not too much of a left turn is the whole concept of, you know, you're slender, I'm slender. And I think there's this misconception out there that if you're slender and if you're skinny, like, oh, you don't have to do anything. So you don't have to worry about health. You can eat whatever you want to eat. Or 
I don't know if people have calmed down to you, but in my case, they have, and I think in your case, too. Oh, so I've been, <laughs> I have been very, very much talked down to. I have been little Amy for as long as I can remember. Um, yeah. You know, people being like, oh, you can't carry that. That's too heavy. And I you right. know, sometimes would let people get away with that one because I was just like, oh, I don't want to. But right. Wait, go ahead. I can do anything anybody else can do if I put my mind yeah. to it. Yeah. Completely and utterly. Um, but, yeah, I I have very small features, and that's just um, because of my parents. My mm-hmm. mom was very tiny until she had kids and you know I, she's still not very big right now I can yeah. remember I, I can remember many a time where we were at Gap Kids and she would find some jacket that she was trying on us that she liked and we were getting it in a small and she would go can I get the extra large of this and it fit her just fine and she would walk out with it um, <laughs> That's so, awesome. you know not Did big it ever make you yeah. Did it ever make you? So I know for me, like there was a while where, like, I always thought I was awkward looking anyway because of my proportions with no hips and very broad shoulders. So to have people then comment on my weight on top of it, or of course you can eat that when you go to this place, it just sort of impacted and made me feel worse. Did any of it like make you feel worse growing up? Did you... Oh yes. I mean, I think my sugar and candy addiction that I finally broke last year was Mm -hmm. mostly from the fact that I was trying to make myself bigger so that I wouldn't get those comments. Mm. And I mean, first of all, that's really, really dumb because I was only impacting me and I felt horrible I had no idea how good my body could feel yeah because I was just like oh I can eat whatever I want who cares yeah and when I finally let go of all of that stuff the junk I was shocked at how I didn't feel tired anymore I didn't wake up feeling tired I had no afternoon crash anymore. I went to bed when I was ready to go to bed. I slept so much better. Um, you know, a completely and, different person. Oh, a completely different person. I ha- had always had like kind of a lower heartbeat to the point where a lot of times when my blood pressure would be taken, doctors would be like, "Are are you feeling okay? Are you going to, do you feel like you're going to pass out or anything? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. And once I started really eating healthy and getting into it, that my blood pressure normalized, um, you know, and now I can also tell when I need something to eat, what I need to eat. and you know, sometimes it's just 
you know, it's not always junk that I'm craving now. Yeah. I crave, you know, gluten-free crackers and um, I make this white bean dip for myself that I could probably eat every day. And it's so easy, so clean, and I feel great after my snack. I don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I just overloaded myself. I don't now, Amy, food's, food's my thing. So I have to ask you, yes. what are the name of the crackers, of the gluten-free crackers? I love I love Okay. <laughs> so this is, this is really silly, but, okay. I mean, it's, you know, it works because you don't forget it. It's Mary right. Gone Crackers. Okay. So, like, love Mary's it. Gone Crazy, Mary's Gone Crackers, and they're gluten-free. They have tons of flavors. They have... Um, I like the original the best probably because you can put more dips on it and I pretty much only eat my crackers with dips and stuff, but I've had the jalapeno ones. They're good. They're a kick in the pants. I love it. Yeah. And they have other flavors as well. Yeah. And how about that white bean dip? How do we make it? It's actually um, Giada De Laurentiis. It's her recipe. I do not. I have never printed out the the recipe, and I use it every single time I make it. And I just Google uh, Giada White Bean Dip, and it comes up for you. Promise. Okay. All right, listeners. I will have this in the show notes as well. (laughs) Then we can all trade. We can all try your recipes and see how it tastes. I love that. Um, yeah, it's so, great. Awesome. So something that you and I are sort of walking around behind the scenes when we check in with each other is we are, I have to count how many days we're into it now, but every day we're doing something that makes us uncomfortable for yep. 90 days. And I have to say thank yep. you to you because at first I was like, oh, Amy, why don't we do 28? And she's like, how about nine? <laughs> like, okay. Let's go for We're the really 90. cementing it in so that it's not yeah. scary anymore. I love it. I love it. Can you talk a little bit about pushing yourself? Because um, sort of, ninja, I think it's probably off off phone though. It's like trying to push yourself in your business, push yourself in your life, whatever it is, but to be uncomfortable when maybe not everyone around you might be in the same space, you know? like right. when, Yeah. Totally. Um, to be honest, I think that most of the reason that I'm able to actually commit to, you know, making that scary phone call or reaching out to somebody who I'm nervous about reaching out to and um, all of that, is because mm-hmm. I have you, and I know you're going to ask me, <laughs> and I've done it if I've done it. So yeah. I would definitely say find a partner in it. And yeah, I have to say the same thing. Who will yeah. hold your feet to the fire. <laughs> Amen because on that otherwise, one. your brain is really tricky and if it's yeah. just coming from you, your brain will talk you out of it. So find so somebody who will not let you get away with it, 
and will make you do it so that you really do it. But once you really get in the pattern of doing it and you're, you know, I, I've said to you, like, I hate making phone calls, but for me, phone calls are going to get me further in my business, in my life. And and it's just the dialing of the phone that scares me. It's not the talking on the phone. Oh, really? Most of the talking. Oh, no, I'm fine talking. Once I get into a conversation, I'm fine talking. Um, Yeah, mine's like, yeah. It's the dialing. It's the dialing for me so much more so than anything else. But yeah, like the anticipation. And I, and I said to you, I'm doing that every day. I'm reaching out every day until that doesn't scare me anymore, which is why I went to 90 instead of 28. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good, I have to say it was a good choice. (laughs) Because that makes sure like there, you know, that makes sure it's the message. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, So something that I've been doing a lot of, like, I guess you would say experimenting is playing with is I'm used to pushing through things. I don't want to say like a man, but like, okay, if I have this goal in life, this is how I'm going to get it, you know. I'm going to push through. I'm going to break through it. I'm going to do more and more rep, yada, yada, yada. And recently I really realized just the beauty of like femininity and the beauty of like having a flow and having a routine and not always having to have like all this masculine energy, but also that I, mm-hmm. I can like approach things in a more feminine way. What are like some tricks, some self-care things that you do, routines that you do to implement to sort of draw from your femininity and to give you a different edge or a different perspective on life? So one of the things right now you know is I have started, I am... I work from home completely for all of you listeners out here so you know where I'm coming from. And I can make my very own schedule any way I want, which for a long time meant that I was, you know, sleeping in until yeah. 8, 30, 9 o'clock because that's what I wanted to do. Because it sounds perfect, right? Started, it sounds wonderful. I yeah. started setting my phone. I have my phone charging on the other side of my room, mm-hmm. face down, mm-hmm. that I can't get up and reach it. I can't get it. It's over there. I set it <laughs> out of my way at 10 p.m. and I don't go on it again until my alarm goes off at a good old 7 a.m., which is a good hour and a half to two hours before I was waking up, you know, before I, I made love that it. decision. And I can, ladies, and I can attest to this because I've gotten the text message saying I that know. she just woke up. <laughs> she's, really, <laughs> she's really doing it. <laughs> I am really doing it. Um, And I wake up and next to my phone every night I leave a little bottle of a swell bottle, which are my very favorite because it keeps the water really cold. Mm. I put that right by my phone, eight ounce, so an eight ounce glass, basically, um, of water. And I turn my alarm off, no snoozing allowed. Yes. And I sit 
and I drink the water until it's gone. Go ahead, and gorgeous. I love it. I know. Um, and that's a really good way to wake up. Yeah. No, that's 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 awesome. And it does what? suck until <laughs> when you're getting out of bed and it has not yeah. it has not stopped. I'm like, Oh, I really have to do this. <laughs> and I get myself out of bed. But as soon as I've had the water, we're good and I Yeah, you know, take fifteen minutes for myself and I know that so many people say don't go into social media don't go into the email don't go you know looking for that stuff but I really like reading blogs and you know reading other people's work so I take 15 minutes for my blog I don't check my email my email is wasteland I don't check my email until nine o'clock um oh I love it I need to set a hard time like that too yeah, but I make my to-do list for the day of intentions, um, do some personal development reading, meditation, and yeah, it takes me an hour and a half to wake up, but I don't have anywhere to be. So yeah, okay, no, but I, I like it because that's that's what... definitely and get ready. Yeah. I see. I love and of that. Of course, I eat breakfast before I jump into work as well. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and so it's like you're you know, your taking day. taking that extra time. I mean, how many men do we know that literally jump out of bed, jump into the shower, brush their teeth, get dressed for work, and go? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Taking that no, extra I, time I for yourself to, and I mean, I'm not investing any money but I'm investing time in myself and I think that's Mm -hmm. um, definitely one thing that makes me feel better and also more you know feminine and I think femininity is just knowing that you are a woman knowing that you are strong and you can do anything yeah but you also have to keep you as your number one priority and knowing how that. do you how do you keep yourself as the number one priority when life goes sideways like when the chaos oh. gets loud how do you do that right um that can be the hardest thing mm-hmm. um but what i like to do is if there's something that i'm really um challenged on I write a note to myself in the note section of my phone and I bring it down the page enough so that you can see it um, when all of the icons are gone from your because I keep only two rows of buttons on my on the front page of my iPhone so I can so that's a great idea see a message to myself and I have that message on my phone because let's be honest anytime I do something that challenged me and I was like oh my gosh I'm I need it I need a phone break and so yeah. that's the first thing I see that message to myself um to know I'm strong or I can get through this or put a positive 
spin on things or anything it is that I'm really struggling on, I look at that yeah. and, you know, it can bring me back no matter what is going on because I've made a promise to myself too. I've made a promise to myself that. to create happiness in my life, to, you know, not let myself get sucked under by all of those things. And mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. What advice it's would you give? an ongoing battle though. It is. And I think that's great yeah. that you acknowledge that because I struggle with thinking I should already master it. You know? No. I don't think that there's ever going to be a time that mastering it I think that mastering it really is being able to switch back. You know, mm, I love that. I'm going to write that down. Instead of being perpetually happy or ground like life throws curveballs every second of the day. So being yeah. able to switch back and be like, nope, can't let that block me right now. I'm being happy. That's, you know, the most important. That's awesome because I never thought about it as that's your reaction to it versus preventing it from ever happening. I never never scared to me. That's awesome. No, and it's true because we cannot help anybody else but ourselves. We can't help their action, other people's actions, other people's what they're going to say to us, what they're going to do, what, how they're going to be, how they're going to show up, any of that stuff. You can only, you can only take and take control of how you are going to let it, what you are going to let it do to yourself. No, that's true. It's very true. Yeah. What advice would you give to your 11-year-old self? And then what advice would you give to your 21-year-old self? Ooh, my 11-year-old self? Mm-hmm. I would say, ooh, you're good. I don't think I've ever told you 11, but 11 was a challenging <laughs> year for me. Um, oh. You're going to fit in. You're going to find your people. Um, and... It's all going to be okay to my 11-year-old self. To my 21-year-old self, I would say it's totally fine that you're an old soul. It'll be much better (laughs) for you in the long run. Just give it it a few more years. (laughs) Because even at 21, I wasn't this big party or anything like that. and. I was, you know, all of my friends were like, let's go out three nights a week. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's a lot. (laughs) And now that I'm 30, everyone else has finally caught up to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, see, I told you, nothing like drinking wine at home. (laughs) And it's cheaper. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, definitely. I love it. 
I love it. So at the end, I normally ask, what does femininity mean to you? We already talked about that. So since um, you're also into, you know, health, wellness, and fitness, my last question for you is going to be, you know, most of, especially the fitness industry, but I think, I haven't done the hardcore research yet, but I think the beauty industry too, a lot of it was designed by men. Like, especially when training, like a lot of the protocols were designed by men. Um, I know for, like, I think the first foundation was designed by a man in um, California. He used it for the actresses and actors underneath the lights. What would you think think the fitness industry and then also the beauty industry would look like if the founding mothers of this industry were a woman like Eva Longoria, Beyonce, and Halle Berry? Um, I think there would be a lot more self-acceptance. Think it would be a lot more. It's not necessary, but it's fun. Oh yeah, I love um, that. You know, and we we really have to remember that we were all created to be a different shape, and all of those shapes are okay as long as you feel good inside yes yes yeah. I love that that's really I mean health comes from the inside out you cannot yeah. you know and I didn't know this for the longest time you can't if you're not healthy inside it's going to reflect on your skin you can't cover that up yeah that's where it comes out you're not healthy and when you yeah. fix that, and that's the most important because I sometimes I can't even put into words how much better I feel now than when I was eating whatever I wanted because I was small and who cared. Yeah. I feel so much better about myself, within myself, mm-hmm. and you know, the things that hurt and bothered me before. And like, I would tell you I had a very sensitive stomach. Well, I don't. I just wasn't eating foods that served me. Oh. I don't. I don't have a sensitive stomach anymore. Not at all. That's something we we hear about a lot, though, from people. Oh, yeah. I I would have told you that all the time before. I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I have a sensitive stomach. That's just how I was made. Yeah. You know, my mom had it, too. If we had a really big, rich meal, then we were going to complain about our stomachs. And that doesn't happen to me anymore. Huh. That's awesome, though. But you just that little shit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And the thing is with that I love so much about the Arbonne program is it's not a fad diet. It's not something that you are going to do just to get to your dream and goal weight. Mm -hmm. What we say is you're not going to lose. You don't get, you don't lose weight to get healthy. You get healthy to lose weight. So when you're getting Mm. healthy, getting healthy is something that you can sustain for the rest of your life. 
And when I'm not on a detox, I live by the rules of what I've learned and what my body wants about 80% of the time. And 20% of the time, I'm like, okay, I can have a little bite of this or I can do that. You know, that's all. Yeah. So you're still and living life. So much better. I do not feel restricted. I, you know, I've made the choice in me that I can do whatever I want. Oh my goodness. This is why I love you so much. <laughs> like, you're so awesome. Oh my goodness. Thank and I know you told you. us in the middle. <laughs> Thanks, gorgeous. Um, I know you told us in the middle, but where can we connect with you again if you want to find out more and you want to hang out with you some more? Absolutely. My Instagram is amysal04, and my website will hopefully be up soon. I will obviously send you the link when it goes up, but it's going to be livingjoyful with two L's, uh, dot com. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Thank Bye you. <laughs> So, ladies, thanks so much for joining us around the table with the gorgeous Amy. Um, remember to not only make life beautiful, but to also be your own definition of beautiful. So, thanks again, and I hope you have a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you next week. Adios. Hi, gorgeous. If any part of this podcast made you go, yes, girl, yes, girl, yes, <laughs> Please rate this podcast and leave a review below. This is a sisterhood, and the more we support each other, the more we get to stand together. To test out more booty building workouts, get your free six-day booty transformation guide at bombshellbuttlift.com. And in the words of Coco Chanel, you can be gorgeous at 30, charming at 40, and irresistible for the rest of your life. Love you. Have a beautiful day.